Hey everyone. I just want to say first off, thank you to everyone who comes and supports us. We've been able to get so many new listeners this last month and it's absolutely amazing to see you all. And I just want you to know how excited I am to have you all here. And as you know, we like to do shout outs on our show, but today I'm just coming to say in the last 10 days, we have gotten five people hired in medical device sales, all over six figures. And we had physical therapists, college students, nurses, the whole kitchen sink, and none of them had sales experience. So I am so excited because we are continuing to show that it works. We're so proud of our students who are coming in, putting in the work. And I will just say all of those people got hired in under eight weeks. So even though our average is 9.8 weeks at $91,000, they all just helped the average a lot because they all got hired in under eight weeks at all over $100,000. So first off, shout out to everybody in the course. So excited. So many names to go. And we also have multiple people in final rounds this week. So get ready for next week. We will have one. Before I go into the next part, I need to let you all know a very special announcement. I hinted towards it last week. But to all my reps and everybody who has listened to us for years, or if you're brand new, and you are now a current rep, the most th- most common thing I heard was, Jacob, I want a podcast for reps that are in the field. And we started doing a little bit more here to the new to medical device sales channel, but we have now officially made a brand new podcast for people that are already in the industry called First Year in Medical Device Sales. So if you are in the industry, we made a special podcast. It is now live. I just published it. So go in after you listen to this podcast and search First Year in Medical Device Sales. And you will then now get to hear my experiences as a rep. And that is going to go into more if what you're doing as a rep, how to grow your territories, how to get promotions faster, all that. So I wanted to make a very special platform that is just for reps with people who have listened to us or have found us after they broke in and let us, we are able to give good advice here, but it's also going into the breaking in. But I wanted to let people who are already in the industry have a podcast dedicated just to them with going through real life circumstances, how I took the lowest performing territory to the top 10, how we're able to be able to close big deals, currently working on a massive deal, which we will talk about in the future. And so again, just being able to share my experiences because I live this with you guys every day. So if you guys haven't, when you're done with this, go over first year in medical device sales, search it, and you will see it. We stayed with the same color blue, but it says first year in And that's going to be our new podcast for people that are already in the industry. And we wanted to give you guys a platform, a podcast, and a show for you guys to watch. We are putting together the YouTube right now. So it will be very similar on how we've constructed the YouTube podcast, Instagram, all that good stuff here. But if you guys haven't, you will need a LinkedIn. So make a LinkedIn. Feel free to reach out to me, Jacob McLaughlin, new to medical device sales. We would love to connect with you. Love being able to share your experiences and share our experiences with you and just connecting, see if we can help you in any way. And I am so excited for this episode right here because Katie is an absolute stud, a go-getter. She broke into the industry in under eight weeks at seven and a half weeks with the largest medical device company in the world in amazing space and is going to be making more than six figures right away starting out. So we just want to give a great big shout out to Katie. You guys are going to hear how she did it. And again, student of the course, under eight weeks. So if you guys are really interested in breaking into medical device sales, feel free to reach out to us and we can see if you're a good fit. The link is in the description and let's get into this episode. 
Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today we are bringing you a very, very special guest, somebody who came into the course, absolutely crushed it in seven and a half weeks, got two job offers from the top companies in the world, and then took a position well over the national average. We'll just say that, but it was over six figures for her first job in medical device sales. So, Katie Kinsey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. So excited to have you. Just excited to see all of your hard work pay off to be where you're at in such a short amount of time. I know yes. you and I talked uh, yesterday, you know, after you got the offer, it felt almost longer because of the amount of work you put in. Exactly. But to have you now on the other side, like we were just saying, you're on the flip side now to where you broke in, you've done it, you're it's going to be an awesome transition. I'm just so excited to have you on the podcast. I can't wait to have you share your story. Thank you. Well, I, I could not be more excited to be on this side of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put in a, a lot of work. But yeah, just for the listeners, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am currently living in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm born and raised from uh, Annapolis, Maryland. Went to school in Chapel Hill, go Heels, and then pursued, pursued my master's at uh, Greensboro. Came back, ended up working at the hospital system in Chapel Hill. Had a phenomenal experience there, learned a lot uh, as far as providing direct patient care, but really had the desire to be in a world where I was going to be challenged and I could experience growth and also not be capped. I was really frustrated with just the way that the healthcare system, you know, kind of works in an algorithm and you're stuck there and that's it. It doesn't matter how hard I work. So I really wanted to get out of that. And that's when I found your podcast and fast forward, here we are. And life changes. Yeah. And just so everyone who knows, so Katie got her degree in kinesiology and then yes. she got her master's in recreational therapy. Correct. And so she was doing recreational therapy. And then at the time she joined the course, she was an oncology patient uh, navigator. So yes. the thing I just want you guys to understand is she had a clinical background, but again, no sales experience, none of all what they always say you have to have. She was able to come in and what she just mentioned is I always say this. It's what all of my nurses, my PTs, my OTs, my SLPs, like we've been able to help all of them get hired. But what she just said, it's the most common thing I hear. I always hear, you know, they're capped on mm -hmm. how much money they can make. The hours are usually capped as well. The opportunity for growth in their career is capped. You know, mm -hmm. if you're a real go-getter, it doesn't matter if you're the go-getter or you're the person who takes a bunch of breaks, you're still going to get probably paid about the same. The yep. opportunity for growth there. And then just also impact that you're having can sometimes not be where they, they, they thought it was going to be is what I always hear is I thought mm -hmm. it was going to be something maybe a little different. And so that's what I normally hear and see from those positions looking to break in and make the change to medical device sales. Because yeah. as you and I have talked about, this is what's so exciting for you is to come in and what most people are like, oh, it's a lateral move. But for you, like financially, it's a, it's a great move. Ooh, it's a huge move. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge move. And it's just your starting move. You know yes. what I mean? It's just yeah. to get you started. That's day one. Just mm -hmm. wait three years from now, which you and I had many talks about is the opportunity for growth in here. Not yeah. only are you going to do that, there's an opportunity you work just as much to make that much more. And then in the future, what people don't understand is you could probably work less and make more. And the reason I'm just going to put a little asterisk by this, because you guys will always hear is, but Jacob, you tell us it's always hard work and you have to grind and do all this stuff. Yeah, you do. But on the backside of that, if you're smart 
you stayed in a territory long enough to where people know you, you've got your mm -hmm. accounts running and you have a flow, then you can have a little more freedom, right? I say this all the time. If I got to my, I got to a spot where maybe you're only working 30, 35 hours a week, but you could be being productive and you know how to run a territory and you're being strategic. That's what most people don't see. And they, a lot of people will get mad when I talk about this in the industry because they'll be like, oh, you have to work. But we just remember this is a, industry of stigmas and, and egos. And it's, that's why I talk about in the strength and condition world In the strength and condition world, everybody wanted to tell you, I work a hundred hours. I work so much harder than you. And I'm like, yeah, and you're broke. Like, I don't know what we're like, I don't know what we're measuring here. Uh -huh. you know I mean? And it's the same thing in medical device sales. Cause we have a lot of athletes that it goes into that. It's, Oh, I work harder. Oh, I do this. And then it's like, that's great. But like, I'd rather work less and make more, you know what sure. I mean? And so I just wanted to state that because I know a lot of people who are going to listen to this are from that clinical background. And mm -hmm. I probably just spoke to a lot of you guys right there because they're like, that's what I hear every day. I get on calls with nurses almost on a daily basis because they're looking at making the transition. So I just wanted to touch on that. But so you were there, you were like, okay, there's gotta be something more. I'm looking yeah. at doing medical device sales. What about medical device sales specifically made you be mm -hmm. like, okay, I think I'm gonna like listen to the podcast and I'm gonna reach out to this weirdo on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So I decided, and I kind of had medical device sales in the back of my head, just from other people being in that world and just wondering what that was like. And I've been an athlete. I've been very competitive all throughout my life, but I was only channeling the side of me that wanted to help people. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. People stay in that and they have a successful career and that's great for them. But there is a side to me that yes, wants to help people, but there's another side that really wants to grow and be challenged and be competitive and be in competitive environments with highly motivated people. And that just wasn't the world that I was in. And so I decided, why am I not combining that in a career? Because to me, if I'm combining all facets of myself, that's where I'm really going to be successful. Yeah. And so that's, that was the biggest motivator. And I knew because of your background, I, you could help me do it. I just, I had no doubt. So, well, I'm glad you trusted, you know, we, <laughs> I remember getting on several phone calls with you guys and just mm -hmm. being able to have those conversations. Cause again, it, it is an investment, right. Yeah. But hopefully you believe it now, but like all I say to people is all I do is save you guys time and money because you're probably going to take it. If we're going to get your hired way faster, which you did it, yes. just 10, 9.8 weeks, you did it in under seven and a half. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's number one. So under two and a half months or two months, you got hired. And then number two, we always say the average person is coming in at 91K. If you guys don't know this industry, if you don't have any experience, you'll see a lot of associates coming in at 55, 65, 70 because they mm -hmm. don't know what they're doing and that's what they get offered. And then they only have one yep. offer, so they don't know how to leverage all that good stuff compared to you came in well over that mm -hmm. because we know where to go, what division is probably going to help. And then also what can we do to kind of leverage certain opportunities to be able to talk to. So I just hope you guys all can hear that. And I'm excited that you we're able to take the jump with us because again, this is my most exciting point of right here is being able to talk to you on the other side when mm -hmm. you are here and know it's about to, to get fun and get real. Um, so, but, but to that point, so you did the course. The one thing I would, I would love to know from your standpoint is like, where did you feel like the course helped you? Because again, yeah, you guys can all go listen to the podcast for free. That's great. But like I've said all the time, usually the information is not the, the problem. It's the utilization. It's the specific mm -hmm. points with your mm -hmm. background. Where did you feel like the course was the most, most helpful for you? I think for me, it was the breakdown of the stages. I mean, step by step, I was taking notes on what to expect, 
But then, you know, as I'm networking, strategizing with that, you don't just talk to a bunch of people. And, and I know for a fact that I got one of my offers solely because of the way that I networked yep. and I went straight to the regional manager and then I got to know everybody in his territory. So everybody was talking yep. and he knew I was talking to those people. And so it really does kind of catch like wildfire, but that's not something I would have known to do. And truthfully, that's not something that people in the industry knew to tell me. Yep. And beyond that, then it's okay. If I've spoken to the hiring manager and they are going to take me through maybe a more structured process, what does that look like? Who am I going to meet? Yep. You know, what types of questions should I ask? And how do I sell my story? Because I'll be truthful with you. I even, with my clinical background, it's sometimes not the typical clinical background that people yep. are really looking for. So, you know, even nurses are better sought after, especially for the clinical specialist role. And so I had to really gain a lot of confidence and have a lot of great foundational information going into those conversations. So that, you know, I wouldn't have known without, without the course and without the structure on the front end. No. And I love that because to your point, that's what we see all the time is like, yeah, you have the clinical experience, but even like to nurses, right? You guys have clinical experience, but if you don't have OR nursing, mm -hmm. they're still going to be like, it's not what we're looking for a lot of times. Right. So that's number one, number two, to the point of being able to like, Hey, if you network and you do this stuff, cause you guys already have heard it a thousand times. Yeah. Go network with the regional manager. But the difference is what we're teaching in the course. And what Katie was able to do is I say this all the time. Most of you network wrong. Most of you get on a call with a regional manager mm -hmm. and look like an absolute silly goose. <laughs> and they're like, this person's a waste of my time. They don't know what they're doing. Why would I even spend yes. my time compared to what Katie did and what we teach in the course and how to do it is they were impressed by her. They tell her to go talk to other people. And then when she already knew to do that and she already talked to those other people and she said, oh, I already did. And they are impressed. And then they go talk mm -hmm. to those people. You can see where it all comes together. But like I say, 99% of you guys all reach out and say, Hey, I'm looking to break into medical device sales. Can I pick your brain? Hey, looking for a job in Raleigh. Can you let me know if you know of anything? It's never going to happen. It's, do you know? And this is a great transition into why one of the re main reasons I was so excited to have you in the course or have you on the podcast today is because you're a living testament of, we talk about this all the time in the course, but nobody really believes us till it happens is you can go from not having a, an interview to being in a fourth round interview in a week. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not, a, that's impossible. And you're living proof of that because yes. what happened, tell us the story, like real quick. Yeah, It's probably going to be my favorite story to tell from here on out. So there was an opportunity here in Raleigh that I actually wrote off. You know, it was one that I had connected with another clinical specialist just in the area who had a lot of great experience. And we got to talk and I spent an hour on the phone with him and he sent me some opportunities to consider and look into. And there was one that required, you know, it was like three to five years of cath lab experience or something like that. And they wanted people with a background in cardiac. And I knew that I didn't necessarily have that. And he said, well, you know, just reach out to the recruiter. And I thought, okay, I don't think that's going to get me very far, but sure. So I reached out to the recruiter, sent an email, sent my resume, you know, wrote something up to him and just thought, you know what, I'm probably not going to hear anything, but so be it. It wasn't the right opportunity for me. Put that to bed and then ended up finding a, it was a clinical specialist manager for the Carolinas. I didn't truthfully know that she oversaw that area and was over that position in particular. So I reached out to her just wanting to talk and that's exactly what we did. But when she spoke with me, she actually said exactly what you said. I get a ton of people that reach out to me just 
looking for a job and don't know anything about the industry and don't know anything about the division I'm in. And I did notice that she had some things that she liked and posted about that were related to that division. And so I just kind of went in with that mindset for that conversation. And when I told her what I was looking for and what I was interested in and actually touched on key pieces of her division, Mm -hmm. she paused and was like, okay, so we actually do have a position available here in Raleigh. And we're in the final round of interviews, but I want to throw you into the mix. Are you up for that? And I said, absolutely. So I had one weekend to prepare for a panelist interview. and Which is a fourth round interview, just so you guys know. So it went from no interview to fourth round interview in a day. Yes. And I had seen this job posted online for a long time, probably since I started. And so they were well beyond the recruiting phase and gathering people for initial interviews and HR, all that. So yes, <laughs> skipped right ahead, prepared my business plan, which is another thing that I know for a fact I would not have gotten the attention that I did had I not done that. And one of the things I actually shared with them after they offered me the position was something you said, Jacob, where you got to do the job to get the job. And I, it's, it's a real thing. I mean, I, I spent time on the front end and man, was it well worth it. Yep. And the thing I just want you guys to know, I, I we just recorded another podcast right before this and I'm just like smiling and laughing. The two things that came from these people is they never asked for a job. They the 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 call was literally just to learn. Mm-hmm. And and both you and the other person I was talking to had done their research, even just a little bit of research and came mm-hmm. with good qualified questions that showed that you weren't just asking for a job that you were learning. And guess what? I saw that you did this. I actually wanted to know how this works or why this works or what, what have you learned in that, which then sparks the interest of being like, oh, this person actually gives a crap about what they're doing and actually mm-hmm. cares. They're not just calling and asking for a free handout. And then because mm-hmm. that they all love it. And I said it in the last podcast. Um, and you've heard me say this all the time about the, you guys, this podcast will come out later, but just look out for the podcast where I talk about there's a pretty girl at the bar. And then if you don't do what everybody else is doing to the pretty girl at the bar, it's crazy what happens, right? I'll, just tell, the, I'll tell the story real quick and then you can list, re-listen to it on the next podcast. If there's a pretty girl at the bar and everyone is going up there and they're buying her drinks and they're telling her how beautiful she is, but you're the one person who goes up there, grabs a drink, she looks at you and says, aren't you going to buy me a drink? And you say, no, why would I do that? And you walk away. Who do you think that person's going to think about the whole time? The person who didn't call him pretty and didn't buy him a drink. These reps and these managers are the pretty girl. Everybody else are the creepy guys telling them how pretty they are and how cute they are, AKA saying, looking for a job, do you know of any? Or, hey, looking to pick your brain. Mm-hmm. Compared to when you're the person who is, no, why would I do that? And you walk away, AKA, hey, I just came to learn. I'm literally looking for nothing. I'm just trying to educate myself. And then you don't even ask for a job at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Guess what they're more entailed to do? Tell you how great you are and ask you if you want a job with them. Mm-hmm psychology all right so (laughs) hopefully i just helped a lot of guys in dating um but on this part of like just be different don't do what everyone else does and you'll hear that that's what katie did is she a first off she did the work number two one thing that also helped her through this process is you heard her say i didn't think it was going to turn into anything so i started still doing the work she already had other opportunities that were coming so then she was able to let them know why she was doing the work. When she got slotted into that fourth round, it wasn't because she was just like, oh, it happened. 
she was able to also tell them that she's in a final round interview with another top company at a top division. And then they're mm-hmm. like, and then again, that's where we talk about the FOMO. It's not, mm-hmm. oh, do we take oh, yeah. a shot on Katie? It's, oh, if they're going to take her, well, we better take her good because she's a shiny toy. Like we better get the shiny toy first. And so then you came in and guess what you did? You came in with less time. You crushed it. You did things Mm -hmm. they've never seen before in the interview Mm -hmm. to everyone at the course. And then they're like, oh my gosh. And then you got an offer literally from the time you called them to the time they offered you was what? Literally under 10 days. Yeah. I think it was one week. Yeah. Seven days. So went from not having an interview with the, the top company to then a offer a week later and that's what when i i say this to people i'll say it on the podcast i'll say it in the course and so many people don't believe it but it's like i've been there i've been there where i didn't have anything and the next week i'm in a final interview it's Mm -hmm. if you're doing the right things and like we said do the job to get the job but you're coming prepared and the other reason that you stood out is because like we talk about you and i were on several hour or several phone calls that were pretty decent in length of just actually like hey this is what you need to do this is what we need to go this is what we need to prepare for so mm-hmm. you can actually stand out. And then I even, we did a little mock interviews of like, give me your story. Okay, great. I like that, but don't say this because this will mm-hmm. allow this to happen. And that's what you guys just don't understand is if you don't know it and you're going through the process, there were several things when me and Katie did that round through. Again, she would have been great and it would have gone well, but I was able to explain how she worded a couple things that she would have been then leaving herself the opportunity for someone who is just there to pick at them mm-hmm. to then go pick, pick, pick and take it down the rabbit hole compared to if you word things in a certain different manner, you don't actually do that. You make it look way better. And now you stand out and then Mm -hmm. you get two offers like you did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just, I had to touch on that because most people don't speak about it. So, okay. So you went through the process, you did the course, you felt the thing. What do you feel were the biggest things to you when you went through the process? Like, for example, everyone's going to be like, Katie, Oh my gosh, amazing. Seven and a half weeks, two offers. Oh, a week and you got an offer and you didn't have one before. What can I do? What do we do? Mm -hmm. Hence, just listen to the podcast and you guys just do that. But most of you guys just won't do that and you hear it. And then you're like, I don't know. What are you going to say to somebody who has no sales experience and -hmm. is trying to break into this industry? Because you did it. You got two offers from top companies in under eight weeks. I think for me, it was the business plan. I put a lot of time and energy into the business plan and did a lot of research on the territory, the products that I would be working with. I talked to people that were already doing it. I also had really great people that were willing to kind of champion me. And they were within the company that actually took the time to look at some of the things I was thinking about you know, showing or even I had to give a presentation and, and knowing kind of what angle to come from. So the business plan for me, you know, I, like I said, I took a lot of time with it. I had it printed, you know, as you encourage, and I used, you know, your template structure as really my hardcore base. And I would have no, like, there was no, nothing on the internet. There was someone who was actually kind enough to share, you know, their 30, 60, 90 day plan, but that's not enough. And, you know, so for you to break down that process and later on when I had, you know, the second offer come in and we were prepping for that, it was like, okay, let's focus on this, but take this piece out. You don't need that. Let's cut to the chase, focus on the important things. And there you have it. So it was, that was probably the biggest thing for me was, was putting that together and having the feedback to do it. 
Yeah. And, and you, but you're, again, you're coachable. Like it's what I tell everybody. I always need people who are hardworking, they're coachable and they're committed. And you are all three. Hence again, everybody always is like, how do you guys get people hired so fast? It's because you guys burn the boats. Like if you guys yeah. don't understand Katie burned the boat, she was all in for the last seven and a half weeks. She was working two mm-hmm. jobs. She was all mm-hmm. in. She's still balancing, like being engaged, doing all this life, looking at getting a house, like all this stuff. But it's what I just said on our last podcast that I recorded. And I'll say it again. Losers lose, winners win, right? And the reason I'm saying that is losers will find an excuse why they can't do stuff. Losers will always have a reason why it doesn't happen. The difference is winners will just find a way, right? You work at F45 when you're doing some training. I was Mm -hmm. personal trainer. This is what we talk about. It's For example, health is a very big thing for us. Fitness is a big thing for us. I say this to time all the time with my clients, when, especially when they're like struggling with their weight and their, all this stuff. The difference between me and my clients is it's not an option for me. Yeah. If it's for me, it doesn't matter if I'm like, there's been days I traveled to Hawaii. I had to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to get my workout. And so I just got it in so I could be on my flight at 6.30, right? Mm-hmm. Most people are like, that's insane. They won't do it. But whatever you prioritize is what you're going to get compared to, you know, my, my people who struggle with the fitness aspect, it's because it's not a priority to you. Yeah. You, if, if one thing knocks you off, you're like, oh, I guess not compared to you. You still had life happening. You still had mm-hmm. a very busy thing, busy stuff going on in every aspect of your life. But you're like, if I have to wake up earlier, if I have to stay up later, if I have to mm-hmm. sacrifice, if I have to take some time off work to get these interviews done. Mm-hmm. Willing to do whatever it takes. And that's the thing I want everybody to really hear in this story is because everybody tells me they want it, but they don't. And everybody tells me they're committed. And then they're like, What's your price of your program? Oh gosh. Oh, great. Great. Because you don't see the value in it. And you don't see you're going to try for nine to 12 months and still not get hired because you don't know what you're doing compared to we, we did it in under two months. But also, with that said, it's because Katie does the work. Like I say this all the time we're not doing it for you. We're here to give you every aspect and help you and coach you through there. And we'll make ourselves available, but Mm -hmm. you got to do the work because guess what happens now when you're going to be in the job? Yeah. Got to do the work, work, (laughs) you know? And so that's the thing I just want to talk about. But the the last thing I did just want to touch base on is what do you feel like you learned the most during this process? Because it was like seven and a half weeks, but Dorian made a really good point about it. And he, when he got hired, he's like, from the moment I joined the course to the moment I left the course, I, I noticed I, I had to become almost a little different person to Mm -hmm. be able to handle that. Because again, now going from where you're at, what you were making to what you're going to currently be making. And it's just a Mm -hmm. different aspect of life. You have to, you start carrying. And I just say this real quick before you answer is I've said this to so many people and people don't always understand it. And I'm like, the the difference between the person making $30,000 a year and $30,000 a month is one thing mindset. Mm -hmm. Same Mm -hmm. thing with the person who makes $30,000 a month to $30,000 a day mindset there's yeah. a, there's a, just a different mindset and yes opportunities and all that stuff happens but you have to believe it and so i just wanted to ask because again you did the work you put it in all you there's no questions of all the great things and it's easy to talk to you and all the, your clinical background but also the reason you put yourself in these positions was because you did the work that fell into the lucky opportunity to go into it mm-hmm. you did the work but what do you feel like you learned throughout this process maybe about yourself or who you became mm-hmm. or in that Well, before you said mindset, that's exactly what I was thinking. So I think before this, and I don't know why and who told me this or why I bought this lie, but it was like I felt I was undeserving. And throughout this process, and once I made the investment, you know, in the course, I refused 
to believe it wasn't an option for me. Yep. Like there was, there was no doubt in my mind. It was just a matter of time. It was like, I am going to do it. I just don't know when, but I'm going to do it and I'm not going to stop until I do it. And then coming a little bit closer, once I was, you know, getting feedback from these individuals that are doing it, they're higher up. I, then I gained a little bit of confidence each time I was talking to somebody yep. and I was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. And I have something different than somebody else to offer. So the, the confidence piece grew significantly throughout this process. And now I know what I'm capable of and know that I deserve what I am now going to make. Yep. And I, yep. I hate that I spent as long as I did make it, making significantly less and working just as hard, you know? Yep. So yeah, mindset has been huge. I just want to tell you how proud I am of you. Like that, that's honestly, like I just said it on my last podcast, but people ask me, oh, why do you do this? Why do you put on all the hours? Why did you, it's this right here. It's these moments because I get to watch you guys grow and go mm -hmm. into this because I can sit here and say what you're, one day you're going to make more, more than you made in a year and a month. And people will be like, oh my gosh. And again, it, just so you guys know, if you hear that and you take that with a negative manner, you just need to change your mindset on money. Your parents, sure. you, you, you've got a really negative mindset about money because all money is, is it's a tool. It's just mm -hmm. a resource. It doesn't make you a good person or a bad person. There's nothing. It's just money. And it, it's put the value you put on it. But I'm just saying that because, because you're going to be able to help people. You're going to be able to bless people. You're going to make sure their life is better because of the treatment mm -hmm. you're doing. You're also going to get rewarded financially. And like, to your point, you are confident enough. You are the worth of it. And that's what I get so confident about it is this is just you beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. that, that eventually there's going to be a commission check when you tell me I'm a full line rep and it comes, <laughs> you're going to text me that day. And I can't wait till that day comes, but I already see it coming because again, when you just do the little things, you be successful, you do the small things, you put in the work and everything that you're about, it's going to happen. I've seen it and I've experienced it. And it's, that's why I get so excited about this, but that's why I always ask that question because I've seen it too. I've seen it from our yeah. conversation from the first time we got on a call to where you're at now, you're a different person just how you carry yourself, how you talk, the confidence in your voice, because mm -hmm. you are deserving of where you're at. And that's why I love this trans transformation. Because like I tell you guys all the time, when I went from being a, a sale or a personal trainer, making 50, 60 K a year to then, you know, making six figures to then eventually one day making 50 K in a month. It's like, oh my gosh, what the heck? And again, this is never a place to brag. And oh my gosh, he has all this money. No, I have none. But the whole conversation is, it's who you have to become to become that person. Mm -hmm. And that's what most people miss. And that's where I just say it because I just had a, uh, and the reason I'm just going to post this is because we just had it. I just had a text from somebody that's been in our course for two weeks. And the text I got last night, I posted on our Instagram story about how we've changed her life so much already because she's been going through a lot of struggling stuff outside of medical device sales. And I hope you guys just know when we're talking about this and inside the course, it's so much more than medical device sales. It's not just this. It's I'm trying to help you guys win at life. I'm trying to help you guys get prepared so you can not only come in and make a difference in other people's lives, but come and make a difference in your lives. Because it's what I told Katie. The reason I get so passionate, I get so excited for her and her family is because she will be able to be the mom that she wants to be and be able to provide for her family if she would like to. She mm -hmm. could continue to grow in her career and have an awesome career, be very high up and create the work-life balance that she wants to create through this industry mm -hmm. and then go do that. And that's what most people miss. Oh no, what if you're in this division? Great, then move. That's what's beautiful about this industry. Sure. You want to work? You want to work less than 30 hours a week and still make a decent money? Good, there's opportunities. You just have to be willing to make that jump. And so yeah. that's what I just wanted to say real quick is because again, I am so proud of you. I've watched your transition and where you've got 
and where you're at now and just knowing that this is literally the baseline of the beginning and going to just be continuing to watch you grow. It's, it's just exciting. That's what I love seeing in the course. So I just want to say proud of you and it's just congratulations on all your success. Well, thank you so very much. And one thing I do want to say, because I, I almost hesitated at one point, just thinking about timeline because yeah, I have a wedding on the horizon and I was going to be moving and you know, all of these things. And if I had waited, I just, I can't imagine, you know, one, I would have missed the actual opportunity that I got, but two, I can do so much more now that I'm going to be and again, it's not just about money, but because I'm going to have that blessing sooner, it's just going to change the game. So yeah. it's, I love what you said that again, it's not just about money, it's the opportunities, but just so you know, going back to my quote, winners win, losers lose. Um, you, <laughs> you just decided to win and you're like, I'm going to make it happen no matter what. And the reason I say that, I say this to every single person who ever calls me, who's interested in the course. It's why that last part that I say is committed commitment. Cause you forget that you're talking to a personal trainer. And I know the person who tells me they're going to see me in three weeks. I will never see that person ever again. And guess what? When next time I see them, they're 20 to 30 to 50 pounds heavier, right? Mm -hmm. There's always a reason not to do something, but once the pain's big enough to go and change your life, then you'll do it. And now think exactly what you said. Can you think if you waited till after your wedding, we got a couple more months to go, right? So another, you would have waited another six to eight months to been working just as hard to make way less money. Mm-hmm. to then be in the same position to then a, maybe a year from now you're trying to go in and if you decided to do the course or not because you waited a year and you're like oh i'll just still listen to the free resources and i'm gonna see what's mm-hmm. gonna happen which i hear all the time and now you're a year later you're making less money and instead because of taking the action a mere eight weeks later not even two months you're gonna make over what most people make and it's going to be a great life and you're going to have a good mm-hmm. opportunity for growth and you're going to be married yep. and have a new house. So yep, what, I know. <laughs> what a life, what a life we are living. And I just want you to get proud of you. Like, I'm glad that you took the jump because again, seeing you do this, it's just awesome to just see the excitement on your face. Like the call you sent me when you got hired, it's literally why I do this. It's why I live it because I remember, I know how hard you guys work. The only difference is I did it for six months with nobody helping me and I didn't have any mm-hmm. idea. Now watching you guys do it in under two months, but knowing the sacrifices that you get guys made, I know what it's like to be like, oh my gosh, I'm working a hundred hours to make $50,000 and then to sign for six figures. And I'm like, oh my God, we're taking the boys to the steakhouse every night. Like we're <laughs> rich, right? It's just like, it's a different world. And so I just yeah. absolutely love this aspect of it. And I just want you to know how proud I am of you. And again, congratulations on breaking in. And I know this is just the beginning of your success. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. And if you guys are interested in breaking into medical device sales, you can feel free to reach out. The link is in the description. But if you haven't, press that like and subscribe button. A five-star review helps us grow this channel. And if you guys are wanting to connect with us on LinkedIn, new to medical device sales or Jacob McLaughlin, we're always putting out helpful information. Again, all for free so you guys can hear it um, and you guys can get as much information as you can. If you do want to connect, you can reach out to me there as well. If you are serious about breaking into medical device sales, our average person is breaking in in under 9.8 weeks. Katie did it much faster than that at 91K. And so if you guys are really serious about it, as of this moment, we're only accepting five people and we only want to deal with, like we said, really committed people because Katie's living proof. Like we know we can get you guys hired if you're ready to go, um, but you just have to be able to make that decision first. So if you guys are willing to do that and you're, you're interested and you really want to go change your life, your patients' lives and your family's lives, let us know. Always happy to help. But until next time, I hope you guys have an awesome week. And Katie, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me.
No place I'd rather be. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys have a great week. Go after your goals and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Just wanted to put this out there one more time in case you didn't hear it at the beginning of the podcast that we now have a podcast called First Year in Medical Device Sales for all of the reps that are already in the industry and they're looking on how to go from that associate to a full line rep faster for promotions to hear my experiences, how I was able to take the lowest performing territory in the nation. And honestly, it's just going to be a resource, a podcast that's going to just be here to help you guys, whether you're an associate, whether you're a first year rep, or you've been in the industry and you're just trying to make more money, be better at what you do. We are going to be having guests on that podcast to share. So I would just shoot you over, search Apple, Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on. It'll be on all the same platforms of first year in medical device sales. We kept with the same blue logo that we have, but it says first year in, and we just released the first episode. So go over there, press that like and subscribe button because that will help us grow that channel. And we are so excited to continue to keep growing with all of you.